0: The sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, on October 5th, 2014, based on Psalm 103. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through which the Holy Spirit strengthens our faith in God's promises is Psalm 103. The Lord works righteousness and justice for the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. So the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower in the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting The Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord. O oh my soul. This is the word of our Lord. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. To my wife's disappointment, I very seldom, if ever, you might say, go into a jewelry store. However, this past summer, a member mentioned to me a new fad in jewelry, the sideways cross. Instead of hanging like a regular cross, at the top, at the top, and the bottom, at the bottom, the chain is connected to the top and the bottom so that it, in effect, is on its side as it's worn in a necklace as a piece of jewelry. I've heard several different interpretations of what this symbol means. Some say it refers to the Scandinavian cross, such as you see in the Norwegian or or Swedish flags. Some give it an anti-Christian twist, referring to it as a fallen cross, symbolizing the decline of Christianity. Some say it's a cross, ready to be picked up to remind us of Jesus' words, to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. But I think the explanation I like the best is the one that Bonnie Hausman shared with me. Rather than a sideways cross, think of it as an east-west cross, a reminder that on the cross, Jesus removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. What a picture of God's forgiveness, a picture from Psalm 103. Psalm 103 has several more pictures of forgiveness, pictures with which to fill our souls so that all that's within us overflows in praise to the Lord our God. As we contemplate this psalm, May the Holy Spirit move each of us to praise the Lord for his forgiveness. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Yes, praise him as his pictures of forgiveness soak deep into our souls. That's the theme here today. It may not take deep insight to understand these pictures of forgiveness but to actually let them soak deep into our souls. Now, even a lifetime of pondering cannot fully achieve that. That's why the Lord brings his message of forgiveness to us in so many different ways. How earnestly he wants to assure you, how determined he is to bring the living water of his forgiveness deep into your soul. Soak up his pictures of forgiveness. Ponder them. Let them soak deep into your soul, not just with a mental understanding, but making them a part of your inmost being. There's some dangers that we need to be aware of. Dangers that help us see how great our need for forgiveness is. And one way to picture one of these dangers is, is to think of the overhang of a roof. A roof with a long overhang is meant and and, and does a good job of keeping the water away from the house. But what about the ground right beneath that overhang? It doesn't get the rain. It stays dry. Nothing can grow there because it has no moisture. Doubt and despair are like that roof directing the living water of God's forgiving promises away from our souls until faith dries up and dies. How deadly doubts and despair are. What dangers. They whisper, see how God rains down his forgiveness on the others out there, but he doesn't really forgive someone like you. Look at how healthy and green their faith is. Not like you. God couldn't really forgive what you've done. Don't listen, dear friends. Don't listen. Shut your ears to those deadly words. Rather, soak up God's pictures of forgiveness. Let them soak deep into your soul. Ponder them. Make them a part of your inmost being. His promises are surely for you. Look at how he sends the rain on the good and the bad. His promises are for you. Because these are unconditional Promises. God so loved the world. He sends his rain on the good and the bad. So believe these promises. Believe them. No matter how great your sin, no matter how many your sins, his forgiveness is greater. His forgiveness is more abundant. It covers them all. Believe. Believe the promise. So listen to it and soak up these pictures of forgiveness. And we'll get to these pictures in a moment, but there's one second danger that we want to uh, be on our guard against as well. It's not only doubt and despair that we need to guard against so it doesn't rob our hearts of that faith that is so vital, but we must also remember not to abuse how abundant and gracious God's forgiveness is so easy to think to ourselves that we'll soak it in when we really need it. Maybe on this day or that particular day we don't really feel that much of a need for God's forgiveness and so we don't pay attention. We just let it drift over. We don't soak it in, it just runs off the surface of our hearts. There will always be another time, we figure, if I don't listen today to this sermon, I'll be one next week. When I really need it, we figure, that's when I'll let it soak in. That's when I'll take time to ponder it. Do you see how how ignorant that is? How foolish? There's never a day, never a moment when we don't really need it. We always, continually need God's forgiveness. Oh, we may not always feel that need for forgiveness, and that's part of the problem. The need is truly there, whether we feel it or not. And when we don't feel the need for it, we don't let the forgiveness soak in. It doesn't soak deep into our souls, changing us from the inside out. For when his forgiveness soaks deep into our souls... We feel a horror about our sins. Why would I want to keep on sinning? Why wouldn't I fight against this sin with all my strength? And when his forgiveness fills us, we feel a longing, a deep desire to love what God loves and to do as he commands when we you know, so easily give into sin and fall short in our love, the problem isn't too much forgiveness. The problem is we haven't let his forgiveness soak deep into our souls. So, dear friends, contemplate Psalm 103. Let these pictures of forgiveness soak deep, deep into your soul. For that is how the praise of the Lord begins. The psalm says, Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Why? Because he is the forgiver, the healer, the redeemer, and the crowner. Yes, listen to those words again. As the psalm says, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Yes, the Lord is the forgiver, the healer, the redeemer, and the crowner. He is the forgiver of all your sins. The Hebrew word translated forgive here is used only of God's forgiveness. For his forgiveness is unlike any other. Even our best intention, the most heartfelt forgiveness, still has some lingering reservations and hesitations. Not God's not God's. His forgiveness means the sin never happened. He completely forgets it. And think of that marvel, that wonder. The all-knowing God chooses not to remember. That's the way he, he describes his forgiveness. It's that the sin never did happen. It's not in his record book. He has chosen to forget it. Let that picture seep deep into your soul. He is the forgiver of all your sins. And he is the healer. We were dead in sin. Last week you witnessed the miracle of God making Colin Flodden alive in Christ to the water and word of baptism. What a miracle. What a miracle of life. Spiritually dead became spiritually alive. And that is what has happened to each of us. Yet our sinful self still lingers in us like a a malicious disease. So we don't do the good we want to do. Even the best that we do is still corrupted by our sinfulness. But a deadly disease lurks within us. Only the Lord's forgiveness can heal our souls day after day. Soak in his forgiveness. He is the healer. And he is the Redeemer. We deserve the pit of hell mired in unending suffering. But The Lord has redeemed you. In the Old Testament, a family member would often redeem a relative who had become a slave. God the Son joined our family, became flesh and blood like us to redeem us. He paid the ransom price of his own life. The blood of Christ redeems you. That's why your sins are forgiven. He's the payment in your place. That's how he rescued you from the pit of eternal death in hell. He is the redeemer and he is the crowner. He redeemed us not to be his slaves toiling under his oppressive rule. No, he redeemed us to reign with him. He crowns you with his love and compassion For you see, God's forgiveness comes because of who he is. His love, his compassion, his mercy reached out for us, lost and condemned creatures. His compassion has brought us close to him. He has crowned us with his love and his compassion. What pictures are in those words? He is the forgiver, the healer, the redeemer, the crowner. Be sure of these pictures. Be sure and do not doubt his forgiveness. Be sure, not because you got such great faith. No, no. Our sureness doesn't come from our own strength. Be sure because of who he is. For he has made himself known. He made himself known And had Moses write that down so that we who live 35 centuries later can still know that same Lord. He made himself to know Moses. It has been written down for us so that we know who this forgiver God is. The psalm quotes the words the Lord revealed to Moses, recorded in Exodus 34. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. The Lord spoke those words after Israel had turned away from him and worshiped the golden calf at Mount Sinai. How gracious and compassionate he is to us heartbroken sinners. Do not give in to doubt or despair. Rather, let the pictures of his forgiveness soak in, for his forgiveness is based on who he is. That's where the sureness comes from. That's where our certainty comes from. It is based on who he is, and he does not change. For he is the Lord, the gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love. And there are still more pictures here. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. How high are the heavens? Clouds are only a few miles up, but that's not where the sky ends. The atmosphere thins out after that, but the end of the atmosphere is not the end of the sky. The closest star is about 25 million miles away, but that's just the beginning. They say the observable universe is 46 billion light years, which is almost a trillion, a trillion miles. But that's still not the heavens where God is. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing can measure his love. What a picture. And it goes on, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. It doesn't say as far as the north is from the south. If we had north, we will eventually come to the North Pole where we can no longer go any farther north. But if you had east or west, You can always keep going in that direction, no matter how many times you go around the globe, for you see there is no place, no pole, no point, no place at all where God stores away our sins, ready to bring them out again. He removes them as far as the east is from the west. And why? Because of Jesus and his blood shed for you. Think of the sideways cross, the east-west cross. There's more we could say about the pictures of forgiveness in Psalm 103, more for you to contemplate and ponder at home. But let these pictures we have talked about soak deep into your heart so that praise to the Lord wells up from your inmost being. Don't simply stop at an intellectual understanding of these pictures. Rather, praise him. With your inmost being, praise him with your heart, soul, and mind, your thoughts and ideals, your emotions and sentiments, your will, desire, and aspirations. That's what happens when these pictures soak deep within us. Praise overflows from deep inside into all that we do. Praise the Lord as his pictures of forgiveness soak deep into your soul. For this living water drives out doubt and despair, filling us with true peace and joy. God's love brings forgiveness even to sinners like you and me. Don't doubt, don't despair. Jesus is your forgiver, your healer, your redeemer, your crowner. We praise him by believing his promises, by believing them with all firmness and sureness, not because of not because of us, but because of who he is. Praise the Lord as you believe his promises believing them because of his great love that's higher than the highest heavens. And as this living water soaks deep into our souls, it produces life and growth in all that we do. It empowers us to serve our God. Several times the psalm refers to forgiven sinners as those who fear God. This isn't the cowering terror of a slave cringing as he awaits the next spiteful blow from his master. Heather, this is the childlike fear that holds our God in such high esteem and honor for he has not treated us as our sins deserve. Rather, he has had compassion on us like a father who has had compassion on his children. Why would we go against such a loving father Why would we not hold his commands in highest regard, truly wanting to obey them? We praise our forgiving God by gladly obeying his commands. What a way for praise to overflow as we believe his promises and do as he commands. Soak in this living water of his forgiveness so that your life overflows in praise to your God. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Amen. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.